0: Okay, Tim, welcome back. This is Pelvic Pain Matters. This is the podcast from Pelvic Pain Matters, specializing in male pelvic pain conditions, including chronic pelvic pain syndrome or chronic prostatitis. My name is Carl Monaghan. I'm one of the founders of Pelvic Pain Matters, and I'm joined today by Tim Beams again, as always. it's It's been July. I think July the 21st was the last podcast we did, but we are back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exciting to be back as well.
0: Yeah, so we, and this month is November, so we thought it would be quite key to to promote November raise awareness of it. Um there are five uh key things that are recommended in the November um on the November website five things to know and to do. So we thought we'd take each of the five um uh topics and headers and we discuss each of them in relation to male pelvic pain conditions
1: yeah well and, and Movember just for people who might not know what Movember is 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 raising awareness for men and male mental health and um and uh, pr- uh pr- prostate cancer and um yeah I think it's uh I mean I think <laughs> we're sporting small tashes actually aren't we but uh not not <laughs> deliberately but uh uh, to raise awareness and to to also to raise funds, people can grow a moustache for November, can't they?
0: Yeah, it's a great, it's a really really great movement. It's been going for quite a few years now, and it's gaining more and more traction. Um, and I do, I, I think we should all, I think all men should talk more freely, more openly, um, and discuss what's going on for them, whether it be mental health, whether it be health concerns. Yeah, we need more transparency
1: yeah so um yeah there's a, sort of five key facts that have been recommended for for men um I, I missed one out was it so testicular cancer was the other one as well prostate cancer testicular cancer and mental health and um yeah as, before i d- sort of mentioned those five or before we jump into those five i think it's a really interesting time um uh specifically around mental health and mental health awareness and um, often you need a a sort of figurehead don't you someone to come out and represent essentially and I think there have been a oh I can I can think of a a couple of examples fairly recently um, in sport for instance so someone like Ben Stokes in in cricket the new England's cricket captain who's just Led England to a T Twenty World Cup. Um, so, who who I, I watched his documentary uh, the other day and talks very very candidly about his uh, mental health, mental well being, and um, yeah, I think it's a really really positive step that men are starting to open up and recognise. Um, mental health problems and their emotional state emotional well-being as well and um it's a sort of ongoing topic I don't know I thought I'd just drop in my personal um thoughts here but um it's a sort of ongoing joke actually with my wife and I that that uh it's like my upbringing denies and And I think that that I'm representative of many men of of our generation as well, that there was a almost like a complete denial of emotions. um like it is and and one of the one of the um one of the things that i I detest hearing most at the moment is this idea of manning up. Come on, man up. What does that mean? does what does, does that mean like, deny any existence of emotions in you and get on with things like an automaton Uh, it really that that really doesn't sit well with me it never has sat very well with me but now even more than ever it really doesn't sit well with me so Yeah, I think getting in touch and figuring out and recognizing and understanding what the feelings are that are going on in your body and how they associate with your emotional states and well-being, I think, is a really, really positive state Um, and good thing from a pain point of view as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, totally. And you're right, Timmy, there is so much more awareness. Now we watched a James Arthur documentary on BBC four last night around his mental state, his mental well being, there is so much more talk about it. It was suppressed, it wasn't the thing that was done. Um, As you'll see today in the five points we're going to cover, there is a greater awareness and encouragement for this to happen. We've got children, I've got two young boys, you know, three and six, we do encourage them to express their emotions, we do encourage them to talk about what's going on for them and, and let them know that it is absolutely fine thankfully we can we can bring to the next generation what wasn't available for us because it wasn't available to our fathers and certainly their fathers as well it's a it's an interesting time and yeah I'm I'm really pleased that there is more awareness at the moment
1: yeah absolutely so so the first um they they talk about on the Movember website they talk about taking action Mm -hmm. uh, which I think really sits well with us as well doesn't it so um the first thing they they mention is spending time with people who make you feel good so get connected with people um we talk about that in some detail don't we with the recover program um like connecting with others and 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 i have a couple of sort of um thoughts of people and their comments that they've made about finding that spending time with a certain person is quite nourishing Mm. And, and, and I'm thinking of those, those times as well, that you, you, particularly as we've come out or coming out of COVID and lockdown and restrictions and all the constraints that were deliberately placed on us, that I have had to deliberately go out, seek connections with other people. And when you do do that, it feels great it really does top things up doesn't it it's wonderful to connect with others great to do it you know phone obviously or zoom or whatever it might be but it is wonderful being with someone else and, and sharing that energy and space together
0: totally we are social creatures and, and for us to be denied that is what is really telling you know when it comes to pelvic pain it's it's so common that that men start to drift away from perhaps their social circles maybe they start to feel a bit more isolated maybe they can't engage with their hobbies perhaps in the way that they used to and perhaps the way that they wish to right now so so that drifting away that that excluding yourself from those meaningful conversations those meaningful activities and that that might even be within the family home that might be drifting away from from partners it might be drifting away from kids a little bit isolating yourself as a way of of coping or, or trying to handle what's going on for you at the moment as well so one it's perfectly understandable if that is going on for you but we really really would encourage you for all the benefits um to reach out and it doesn't have to be loads of people all of the time massive social settings it might simply be that you have one person that you feel you can connect with more more readily
1: yeah yeah and it, it's a sort of, you know, it happens, don't you? But there are people in your lives where when you spend time with them, it's draining. Mm-hmm. And we have people in our lives, we spend time with them and we come away and we feel awesome. And um, particularly when things are a struggle. I, I mean, I think it's a good strategy to spend a bit more time with those that feel make you feel awesome and give you a buzz and get you excited about going to see each other and, and connecting
0: and how nice is that to plan ahead have something in the diary we've just done this ourselves haven't we we've just planned to meet up we know there's something in the diary you know there's something good happening there's something to look forward to it can make a real difference you know silver lining on a cloud um well worth doing well worth putting yourself out of that comfort zone a little bit and it may feel a bit awkward but I think the next point may help that in, in kind of coupling together um why it's important to meet up with people as well
1: that's it yeah I mean it's good to share space but in that space it offers the opportunity to chat and talk and share experiences as well doesn't it and we do this actually don't we we check in with each other and we share each others uh, <laughs> experiences and and uh, and we are very I, this is a nice thing that we have is a relationship where we we have the honesty of sharing what's going on and it's important to have that isn't it mm-hmm. to be able to have people there who you feel um comfortable sharing your honest experiences
0: yeah so so number two we had number one was spend time with people who make you feel good and number two as as tim has beautifully introduced there talk more the benefits of men talking um amongst themselves with with other men perhaps that might be um, a good way of of breaking the ice Mm -hmm. um but I think it's so important to let people know what is going on for you. you. You don't need to to pour your heart out with absolutely every worry and every concern, but it's okay to express some things that are causing you doubt and, and and worry at the moment as well. And, you know, under the male pelvic pain banner, pain in the trouser department can be really concerning and really worrying. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. A point that they make, which I think is wonderful as well, is that you are, may have a role as the listener as well. Mm. And, and there's some sort of, I think there's some skills that we need as listeners um, that you can learn and you can practice and you can get better at. And, and one of them is, is being attentive. <laughs> um, so put your phone away, um, be with that person. Um don't feel like you need to jump in and say anything as well. So, so I, I think there's some really simple things that we can do as the listener in that space as well.
0: Golden, really. And it doesn't need to be complicated, does it? Um, I, I'm thinking of some of my patients at the moment, Tim, and sometimes their partners aren't even aware of what they're going through. Yeah. You know, they're suffering with this, with this very confusing, very unsettling condition, and their partners aren't even aware. Um, I get why you wouldn't maybe want to talk to the children about that or work colleagues. I get that, but, but reach out, do reach out. It could be a friend. It could be a partner. Um, talking's good. What did Bob Hoskins used to say? It's good to
1: talk. Yeah, that's right. PT. Oh God. Yeah. Blimey. That is a while ago. <laughs> good to talk. And, um, and if you if you're part of that conversation, it's also there's a skill in listening as well. And um, if you do reflect on it, you'll know who are good at listening and you know when you've done a bad job at listening as well. Um the third the third point, the third thing for us to know about Movember, they talk about the numbers. Um Things like getting uh, uh, PSA tests and and what have you at the age of uh, fifty or forty five, if you're from African or Caribbean descent. Um, we've got some numbers about male pelvic pain, haven't we? So what what do we know about male pelvic pain?
0: Yeah, thank you, Tim. And uh, I, I've I've contacted my in the years uh, on by and Prostate Cancer UK about getting more awareness out there about the. Um, about male pelvic pain it may not be life-threatening in the same way that um that prostate cancer or testicular cancer or mental health conditions might presents but i certainly know men out there who have struggled with pelvic pain and and who have thought about taking their lives and you know and and have really struggled and can't see their place in life at the moment so i think it is really essential to raise awareness of something that that drags you right down like the symptoms and the conditions that we're talking about
1: um can can be life altering as well though can't it
0: yeah yeah very very much so um So some key facts around uh, male pelvic pain, um, chronic pelvic pain syndrome and chronic prostatitis. It's said to affect up to about 16% of males worldwide. It is the most common neurological diagnosis in men under 50. And the third most common diagnosis in men over 50 with prostate cancer and BPH or benign prostatic hyperplasia um, being first and second. It's been suggested that up to between 35 and 50 percent of all men will experience some form of pelvic pain in their life. Um, And it's been the distress and the difficulties in coping um, have been similar to those dealing with things like angina or Crohn's disease. So so, as you said, life altering, often patients are having to change and adapt the way that they're living in order to cope um or manage their symptoms
1: yeah. yeah it makes me like when i'm hearing those numbers i'm thinking how many people in their lives experience headaches or back pain or mm. or tummy aches and and we're, we're i mean really if it's 35 50 there's a lot of men that is <laughs> that is a lot of people who are going to experience um pelvic pain at some point in their lives I, I i imagine i don't know the facts but i imagine it will be something like that for for women as well for and uh and yet there's there's such um little appreciation of these problems isn't there um obviously we're completely biased because we feel like there should be but um mm-hmm. but knowing that knowing how many people are affected really we should know a bit more
0: i agree i totally agree the number of um patients i see and they're like i i mean, it just feels like no one else has got it. It feels like no one else knows about it. It feels like I'm the only person who's dealing with this at the moment. And I said, in reality, you probably know or work with someone um, who is going through something similar. But perhaps, like yourself, it's not the kind of thing that we, you know, put on a T-shirt. It's not the kind of thing that we sing about around the office or in the in the pub. It is quite a personal thing that we often keep to ourselves.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: So I've got spend time with people who make you feel good. Talk more. Know the numbers. And number four is know thy nuts.
1: Yeah. And a, a lovely picture of um, some walnuts. And why walnuts as well? It's, uh, it's got some relevance there, I think, hasn't it?
0: Mm, yeah. Approximate size to testes. Um, I think it's uh, yeah, it's a great, great image. And and really really important to check. I'm 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 down to having one testicle. I lost a testicle when I had my pelvic pain in my mid twenties. So I do check. I do check regularly just to see if anything's going on. Um, it can be quite scary fumbling around down there we were saying before we started the recording about some uh, some of the things that Deadpool has done um in raising awareness around testicular cancer if you haven't checked them out then um then go onto YouTube look at um testicular cancer and Deadpool they've got two brilliant videos there but with a really 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 serious message
1: yeah and there's some sort of simple um ways that someone can go about checking themselves
0: hmm yeah absolutely so so there are three steps three key steps so in the shower uh warm up i mean i guess it could be the bath as well but warm the area up you know do your ablutions wash all the soap suds off and then because the temperature is going to warm things up your testicles are more likely to drop a little bit more readily um so that's step one in the shower or bath second is to roll each testicle between your thumb and your forefinger gently lightly With curiosity Um, and what you're looking for is changes so you'll only know if there are changes if you're doing this regularly so once a month every kind of two to three weeks something like that just to gain some awareness of what's going on here not not every day so that you're absolutely checking every single thing and every sensation because there's lots of little tubules and little nodules in there what you're looking for is clear and obvious change once you've done one side then you can go and do the other side. In, in in my instance, I don't get to do the other side. So I'm just I'm flying solo in that sense. Um, and know that every nut is unique, that, that there isn't a typical presentation of what you should and shouldn't feel. But by checking them regularly, you will know that there are changes if there are changes occurring. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And very common that there will be a difference in the size between left and right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah great okay so get to know your nuts and get familiar and comfortable and confident and um yeah Ooh, i mean it's so simple isn't it yeah what's that gonna take 20 seconds 30 Thank seconds you. um great so and then the last one is uh move more so adding some activity into your day and um i was talking to someone actually <laughs> the weekend and um, they were they were discussing how uh, the work had changed for them and, and you know how sedentary they'd become and and then that they'd started working but actually the commute to work was bus sit on the bus train sit on the train get to work sit at work and and uh, <laughs> and actually they, they there was limited opportunities for some activity and in a day um, so but Surely, surely we can find ways of fitting some activity into our days.
0: I think so. It's so important as well, isn't it? You know, we've all become much, much more sedentary since the pandemic began. And and some of the life changes working from home, working more remotely has meant that we don't need to move as much as perhaps we did beforehand. So there is, um, I suppose, less functional Opportunity perhaps if you're working from home, if I'm commuting from my lounge to my office, or, or maybe not even commuting, maybe I'm working and um relaxing in my lounge. It
1: is so so important
0: to get up and to start to move. It's
1: easy though, isn't it? Like you finish work, you're in your office, let's say, you go downstairs and you start being the the whatever the cook, the the childcare or or, or whatever you are. Um could you just find 10 minutes just to just to put a bit of movement in maybe it is get out of the house walk around come back see so in fact it's really nice to boundary that time isn't it you know work then come home and there is something nice about that ability to get out of the house um but if you can't get out of the house super easy to put some movement in there isn't it
0: yeah yeah i think so yeah squatting while you're making a cup of tea doing some lunges Um, some overhead i mean it doesn't need to be strenuous it's just varied movement beyond what you've been doing probably sitting perhaps probably sitting um and from a from a pelvic pain point of view we encourage movement in patients recovery as well don't we absolutely
1: yeah i'm just thinking that well we've got some movements that we we offer to people and something that we devised some time ago but i'm i still do it for myself um almost every day i will take myself through a set of six seven eight exercises doesn't take long you can do it make it a little bit longer a little bit shorter but um but it does feel good to be able to move yourself (laughs) and i i find and this is very personal but i find if I move and then I sit and I work, I am in a different state. I'm, I'm actually a lot more ready to work and focus on my work. And, and if I uh, if I manage to put those sorts of moments into my day, I feel a lot more productive. Um, so, yeah, that's just my personal take on it. And it's a good practice to get into, to, to, to just make a little habit around it.
0: Absolutely. We're, we're built to move. Our bodies are so dynamic and, and so varied in what we can do. We don't use them to their maximum capacity. We don't need to all of the time, but yeah, something simple, something that you tether to. So what we would often say, um, certainly in our recover program, the six month online patient recover program would be um, couple an activity, pair an activity. If you step into your office or the space that you work, do your movements then when you finish work before going back to the family or, or whatever your responsibilities might be, do your movements then as well. Know that by tethering it to an activity, pairing it with an activity or a place or a context, that you're going to be more successful more of the time in doing so.
1: Okay, yeah. So, so the five um, actions uh, that we can take for, for pelvic pain, but but as a recommendations for Movember, um, well, the first one was about... Connecting with people, isn't it? Um and then hopefully creating a space to be able to talk and share your experiences, including being the listener. Um you've shared some numbers about pelvic pain, uh, which I think is quite sobering as well. I mean it's quite sad, but but in a way, knowing that that, that is just I mean, what is it? Is it a part of just it's something that we may experience and and could we de-threaten that as well, I'm wondering? Um, perhaps that's something that we can talk about into the future. Um, and then you've given us a nice simple guide of uh, how to check your testicles and and uh, it's not going to take long to do, is it? So get into the habit, get into a good practice of doing that and get comfortable with it. And then And then get yourselves moving, be active. Um, sounds so simple, doesn't it? <laughs> it does <laughs> sound so simple. Um, but do we do we give ourselves the permission to do it? Sometimes that's a good question.
0: It is really really simple. It's not complex. It's not complicated. Do we give ourselves permission? I think that's a really 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 good question. Something to reflect on. Perhaps if you're listening today, um do you give yourself permission to talk more, to move more, to check yourself, to see what's going on with your body, to spend time with others? So that's another Pelvic Pain Matters episode. Tim, it's great to be back. It's great to be doing these and raising the awareness again. Uh, We'll be doing them regularly uh, moving further forward. Please do subscribe and comment, share, um, and get in contact with us. The email address is info at pelvicpainmatters.com. My name's Carl Monaghan. This is Tim Beans, and we're checking off for today. Thank you very much.